And we're back. It's the RU Review, episode number nine. I'm Steve Titchener. And on the line, John McAlevey returns to the show. Matt Lachlan is a long way away. Uh, it's just as well. Johnny, state of Rutgers football, um, not good. Uh, 31 nothing, no show in uh, Minnesota. And it was uh, uh, pretty miserable. Uh, the loss of Sam Brown uh, was announced just before the game that uh, about noon. Uh, and uh, that was a gut punch. I didn't expect that uh, in uh, Shiano's uh, post game. He said that uh, it was a concern, but they thought he was going to be okay. That doesn't turn out. He's had surgery on his foot, should be fine for next year. But he was uh, quite an emerging talent and someone that uh, Rutgers could have used on Saturday. And it was just a, a rough go. Uh, 31 nothing, and they really uh, offense had nothing. Uh, defense tried to hang in there, and I will say, you know, Mo Ibrahim is is a really good running back. Um, he'll be playing on Sundays without a doubt. Did 159 yards, three TDs. Uh, Rutgers had nothing to counter that. Gavin Wimsat did start, looked a little more comfortable than he has in previous previous uh, action. So. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, you know, he missed missed a few receivers, had a lot of drops. I mean, helped this kid out. There was a lot yeah. of drops, a lot of balls yeah. right between the numbers that uh, weren't caught, um, w- which was tough. Uh, but uh, it seems that Shiano is going to go that way. John, he's going to go with Wimsat. He already, already announced that he's going to start against Michigan. It seems like it's the Gavin Wimsat era is starting. Whether he's ready or not, it's it's uh, it's time. I don't necessarily disagree with that either. How about you? No, I think this is the kid that you brought in and and you held him up as the big recruit that you were looking for and the you know sort of the game changing athletic player that Rutgers really gets once. In... <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Wow, how about that coming out of nowhere? <laughs> He's the sort of the game-changing athlete that Rutgers has not been able to get in years and years and years. And so, you know, you want to get him out on the field. And as you said, uh, some good, some bad. And um, I think at this point, he's he's better than anything else you have. So let's go with it. You got to run with that. And so um, yeah. I'm interested to see how he does against Michigan because yeah. his athletic ability matches up with with what the Wolverines can can get out there. Um, and now maybe can his offensive line and his receivers work with him and can he, you know, be able to complete a pass that uh, has been something that sort of eluded them. Well, let's be clear. I mean, he's a very good athlete. I've been saying that all, all year. That's very clear. I mean, and he's got a nice arm. I mean, again, you know, Shiano said in his post game that, listen, the ball's going to come in. He's, he throws hard. So receivers have to be ready for it. It's completely unacceptable uh, how many drops there were. Uh, and especially, you know, at this point, man, you know, this kid's got to, I mean, he needs, and when he puts the ball on the numbers, you get, you got to catch it at this point. Come on. And there was a number. I mean, I think like a half a dozen drops, which really, uh, which really yeah. hurt the offense, obviously. Well, his numbers, I mean, if you didn't watch the game, his numbers are putrid. He's six of 17 for 68 yards and a pick. Now, as someone who did not see the entire game, um, I, I, you know, you're telling me there were a lot of drops. I saw a couple. Yeah, but six of 17 for 68 yards. 
I mean, we're talking Division One football. That's not great. No, no, it's it's not. And again, uh, you know, the drops had something to do with that. He did miss some receivers. He did overthrow the ball. So what he has to have a tendency to overthrow the ball. You know, listen, you get the you get the adrenaline up. He's got a hell of an arm. And so it's easy to see how he can uh, overthrow a receiver. And that seemed to be happening. Um, it's been happening all season, really. And, um, you know, uh, I, I think once he settles down, once he gets into the rhythm of a game, he gets some time. Um, you know, he can run too. So he's got that option. So he's always thinking, okay, you know, you know, do, do I run here? Do I throw? There was a, there was one area where he, he could easily run for the first down. He decided to flip the ball, try to flip the ball to the running back and, and, uh, overthrew him, yeah. but he could easily just walk to the first down marker. So, you know, decision-making and things like that are, are they're going to come, but you know, he's starting to get the feel of the game. Um, but, um, yeah, he, he, it wasn't a, by any means a great performance, but you, you, you saw that he was much more comfortable in the pocket and he uh, was able to, uh, you know, was able to find some receivers as we saw. And, and again, he's got a nice arm. So the, the tools are there. Is the system there? Is it, can he get the protection he needs? I mean, the offensive line has been, uh, I, I think probably a, all in all a disappointment. We talked about that they they matched up in size now, but still, yeah. um, they're still falling short on a uh, you yeah. know pass it's protection. It's going to be tough beating anybody when you only can account for seven first downs the entire game and rush for forty eight yards. I know that the Brown loss was a was a real gut punch because he's been he's been terrific, and the good news is that he'll be back next year. But there's enough talent behind. Uh, Wimsat that, you know, 48 yards, you should be able to rush for more than 48 yards. It's not as if, um, you know, Minnesota's good, but they had been coming in, you know, they were only four and three coming in and, you know, two and, uh, yeah, let's not, let's not pretend it. Let's not think that Minnesota is an elite team or anything. I mean, pretty good defense. Uh, you know, they got their, their, their quarterback back, you know, Tanner Morgan came back, really didn't have to do much. Because Ibrahim was doing all the damage. I mean, the offensive yeah. line. I guess the Lions just played better. There was just more push. There just was, um, which which bode doesn't bode well for this this weekend against Michigan. If you're struggling considerably, if the Lions are struggling considerably against uh, uh, against Minnesota, um, this is going to be the most big. Uh, you know, these are gonna, this is the biggest. Well, since Ohio State, this is this is the big physical athletic lines that can really um, be trouble. And that's on both, question both sides you, of the ball. What's up? I have a question for you. I know as an alum and a diehard, you will be in attendance at SHI Stadium. Do you think that there's going to be some people that at this point are disillusioned and they're sort of fed up with the, with the whole Shiano is back and he's getting paid zillions of dollars and the whole chop, chop, chop baloney that doesn't seem to be doing anything. I mean, as an outsider looking in, I'm I'm done with the chop stuff. I mean, he that that worked years ago. He's got to come up with something new now because it's obviously not working. Do you think people will stay away? Do you think it'll be a, a, a no? A I don't. Game? Well, do I think, think that will it be a completely full house? I'm not sure. I'm sure there'll be a few empty seats up top. Uh, Michigan will bring a lot of fans. They travel well. There's Michigan alum all over the place. My brother will be there with my cousin. You know, so will so, it be a Michigan so home I'll, game? So, yeah, I'll, I'll have two Michigan fans, two Michigan alums with me, and a Penn yeah. State alum with me. 
So they will um, they will come out. So you're going to hear them very loud at the end of the game. Should you know Michigan as was expected, a 24 and a half point spread, which I thought was kind of usually it's way out. I thought there was going to be something crazy like 30 something. I thought about three touchdowns. Well, That's 20, what I thought. yeah, something. 24, 24 points seems about about right. I mean, you know, uh, R- Rutgers defense is not a total loss here. I said Harris Simiak has done a very good job. Aaron Lewis is emerging as as a very good lineman, uh, only yeah. a sophomore. And he's just, uh, he's got all, uh, Aaron Lewis has all the tools uh, to uh, yes. to be really good in the Big Ten. Uh, that's the it. The problem is they have like one of those guys. They have like one guy that's really good that'll, that'll play on Sundays, whereas these other teams have number numeral, uh, numerous guys and they have guys that are on their second and third team that, that can do those things. And so, you know, when you have those guys out there playing every single snap and when their replacement comes in and he's just not up to par, it's it's tough to fight the good fight. Yeah, I mean, out. the DBs have been pretty good, too. I mean, Max Melton's been good. Robert Longerbeam's back. Uh, Christian Izian's tough safety. He comes up and plays yeah, like a linebacker. Good. You know, Deion Jennings has been all over the field. I mean, this, this defensive unit's been pretty good. I don't know. I mean, uh, Michigan's offense is awfully good. You know, I mean, they got, you know, they got players, you know, Blake Corum, you know, another problem. He's just like uh, Ibrahim, uh, you know, uh, J.J. McCarthy's a running quarterback, a good arm. Uh, he's, he's running the offense well. Ronnie Bell is back. Uh, he was a hurt. Uh, he was a good receiver. And, you know, they, they've, got, they've got weapons. And then they got a really tough physical defense. Um Maybe a, a step back from last year, I would think. I don't think they'll beat Ohio State this year um, at the shoe. I really don't. Um, but uh, still, it's a real, real, real good team. And um, yeah, but here's the thing: they were good last it's a heavy year. Lift, absolutely. Yeah, they were good last year, and Rutgers hung with them, John. Rutgers hung with them. It was you know the uh, Harbaugh insisted on running the ball. Um, Rutgers took that away, just uh, just you know, crowded the line, and and uh, and Harbaugh insisted he wanted to run, he wanted to be physical, and again, and uh, ended up being a very you know a close game that Rutgers you know a couple breaks in the in the fourth quarter could have pulled out. Um, yep. But I uh, I just I don't know this year it just feels different um, with the offense the way it is. Um, Gavin Wimsat's coming in now. He's home against Michigan. Um, and yeah. you, you said it, he's got, he's the athlete that Rutgers needs, uh, who can, yeah. who can, um, who should be able to, uh, do something with this offense, but I don't know the, the receivers. I mean, Johnny Langan seems to be the favorite target. Uh, Sean Ryan's coming along. Uh, Chris Logg's been okay. One of my guys that comes to the season, uh, has season tickets with him. He's a Penn state guy. And he's, you know, he's, he's a pretty good observer of football. And he always laments about Rutgers never having receivers. And now that's always, even when, you know, they've had a decent quarterback, it doesn't always seem to have, you know, and you think about back, you know, back in Mohamed Sanu and Leonte Carew and these guys, you know, it's just here and there really. Uh, and they haven't had much consistency at wide receiver for a long time. And you right. have to have targets. Gavin Wimsat has to have targets. If your best target is Johnny Langan, who 
He's a tough football player. And, but, you know, he was a quarterback and became a tight end, you know, it's <laughs> a, and, you know, you got the, you got the, uh, the grad transfer from, uh, uh, from uh, West Virginia, Sean Ryan, who seems to be coming around. I don't know, man. He's, um, you know, someone's got to step up uh, on that, on the, in that receiving group. Um, and, you know, Nunzio Campanelli knows them well, but boy, they couldn't even put a point up against Minnesota. And don't tell me that's the iron curtain. I know the defense pretty good. Come on, come on. That was, that was a, that was a terrible game on Saturday. And so back to your original question, I think after that performance, man, it, it's, I, I think, I think fans are still going to show, I'm going to put this simply on the fact that the quarterback situation was so unsteady, whatever happened to Noah Vedral, whatever happened to his hand, it was all a mystery. No one knew what it was an upper body uh, injury to him. And that's why he wasn't on the field at the beginning of the season. So they had to try to go with two quarterbacks that weren't ready. Gavin Wimsat and Evan Simon. And, and you know, Chiano uh, said this. And so, and then Vedral came back, but is what's going on with his hand? What is it? And how did it happen? I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm curious as a fan. I'm curious. We still don't yeah. know exactly what happened to this guy's hand and then why he can't throw. He can throw with it sometimes and can't others I kind of a, an injury that really needs some questions answered in my opinion. And so he's, you know, he comes back against Indiana and, you know, at least steadies things, but now it's Gavin Wimsat's team, according to Shiano. Okay, fine. And yet, you know what, at this point, you really, you have anything to lose. They have four wins. I said, they win five. Maybe they can figure out to win one more Johnny, the rest of the way. I, I think a bowl bit is, is, you know, and with, with Michigan State, we'll get into that. With Michigan State reeling the way they are, I think they're up to eight um, eight suspensions on that team. So you got to yeah. see how they're going to move forward. Um, and then I believe they play Illinois. So they're um, – and then and Rutgers has them in East Lansing. But, boy, the way the way RU played on Saturday – you can't imagine that they they'll win any the rest of the way. Something's no, I can't change. see them winning any of these games. I think Saturday, I think should just, you know, Michigan is really on a, on a roll now and they're, they're wanting to get into that BCS. They want to be that team that's in there and they're not going to let Rutgers stand in their way. I think that could get ugly early. Um, Michigan state looks like the only, as you said, the only, um, real shot, uh, because they are reeling, as you said, their, their problems now are more so off the field than they are on the field. They've been terrible on the field. And now with this ugly incident where they're going to be missing a lot of players and there could be, you know, some serious criminal charges here. That yeah. And let, let's take a look at that. I will say this. I mean, you know, the one place place where Michigan can have a little blame here is that wh why are, were there a couple Michigan players in the tunnel with the Michigan state players. I mean, I know Rutgers has the same thing and they, I see them block the other team from going into the tunnel. I mean, it's a narrow tunnel. They can easily get into a tussle. Uh, why were Michigan players going up that tunnel? That does not excuse Michigan state. I'm not saying that in any way, but just keep it clear, keep it completely clear of, of, of any team, you know, so that they don't mingle at all. Uh, and then whatever happened, who knows? The, the Michigan player could have been taunting um, the guys from Michigan state. Who knows? It doesn't excuse anything. It was an ugly incident. And uh, Mel Tucker's got a lot to answer for there. 
Um, oh my God. It was yeah. like yeah. 10, 12 guys on one. Awesome. Well, yeah, it's and up the to security guards as we talked and, about. And, you know, so one guy was swinging no it. Of that. They don't want to get involved with, you know, 18 year old kids who are, you know, 240 pounds. They don't want to step in swinging helmets. And it was, it was, we're seeing all around the country now. There's a lot of, crime there's a lot of violence and there's a lot oh, of it's terrible you know no consequences hopefully these kids will be held to account for what they did because if that had happened on the street those those are like felonies because those were no question round, you can't hit somebody with a helmet especially the kid from michigan was uh, the player from michigan and they didn't have his helmet on and then the helmets were swinging in this in this whole oh my god know, melee so you uh, could have killed somebody if you made contact with his head. Oh no, it was it, it was horrible, and so yeah, and they kicking actually, him and, and just really bad stuff. It's yeah. a the bad reflection on um, you know the Spartans program. I know you can't paint with a broad brush, but that was bad news, man. I, I tell you that they got to get those kids, and you know oh, that's to, why they're Michigan they step up. Michigan State is taking it seriously. They're they're you know they're 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 understanding that the, that it was it was ugly and that they had that action has to be taken it has i mean again i think it's up to eight suspended players now for michigan state so um real ugly incident and um there's there's more more coming out on, on that um and it affects michigan state you know considerably moving forward obviously with the loss of the players but also what's the morale in the locker room and there's probably you know in just the whole program itself mel tucker yeah. you know what else you could might do? be in, in trouble time, yeah by the time rutgers gets out there next week hopefully you know a lot of this will be um adjudicated by that and there'll be it could be a, a rallying cry for the team to say hey listen we're this is not who we are we're going to go out there and take the heat off our coach and our program and we're going to you know take care of a wounded animal that's in front of us here rutgers could be the best thing that ever happens to them right now right right well, I know. And I'll say this. I mean, going into Saturday, um, listen, you know, Rutgers surprised last year. They, they do have the ability to surprise at times, at times. And yeah. this would be another if they stay in this game that, that would it would be a surprise again, as we see the point spread and what everybody's feeling and, and the performance on yeah. Saturday. But look, if, if Gavin Wimsat can build on what he was doing on Saturday, which was hitting receivers in stride with throwing a good ball. Um, and if he can figure out a way to, to do the run pass option and, and run a little bit, he's got some wheels too. you know, stay healthy, stay on the field. Um, uh, you know, Kyle Manungai, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's the starting back at the beginning of the year. He's a hard runner. Um, you know, Salam, is a slasher. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, Aaron young is back. He's a playmaker. They can, uh, he can catch balls out of the, uh, out of the backfield. You know, Aaron Crookshank is, um, you know, he, he didn't do much on Saturday. Uh, had a good game against Indiana, uh, at home. Let's see if, uh, they can get him in space somehow. Maybe Sean Ryan continues his, uh, uh, looks like he's playing better and, catch a few balls. Johnny Langan do, does his thing. No more than Johnny Langan specials. That's not going to work against Michigan and Penn state. We saw that already. <laughs> and so they, then they didn't use it on, on, on Saturday, but you know, he's showing to be a pretty capable tight end. Uh, when the ball comes to him, he usually catches it. And so, you know, I mean, they, you know, there's, there's a few weapons there and, um, 
we'll see because they kind of move the ball a little bit or it's just going to be one of those yeah. if it's three and out, three and out, and the defense is on the field just like against Minnesota, then it's just going to be, they're not going to be able to hold Michigan. You know, hold them a few series, but they're not going to be able to hold them all, all night. And, you know, things could get ugly. So um, that's where we're at, John. That's that's the yeah. reality of it. Uh, and what do you want to do? I, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But I'd like to see them, uh, you know, keep it close in the second half where it's a game in the second half, at least a couple touchdowns down. Okay. But a game in the second half and just, just keep this thing with, so it's not, doesn't get out of control. And if God, God forbid, if it's anything like last year, that'd be phenomenal. If they can get into the second half and, and be close in the fourth quarter, it'd be phenomenal. Well, we don't want to, we don't want to go back to the ugly blowout days The what last time my cousin came last time my cousin came was the 76, nothing blowout. Uh, Do I even have the number right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's oh the last time he came You're out really to Jersey for punishment, Steve. So he's looking to come back. Supposed to be a beautiful night. So the seven thirty kickoff is on BTN. Supposed yeah. to be a, a, a beautiful night. Um, uh, in the sixties or whatever, fifties, high fifties, sixties. Uh, they just can't nobody, get annihilated yeah. in the first half, so that the game is over at halftime. Because right. I, that'll listen get the buzz of everybody that's in the stadium get a uh maybe michigan has a hangover over another game michigan has a hangover over last week there's a lot of you know less stories spinning out there a little hangover you hope so maybe there's a turnover or two right you know that's that 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 happens teams have a bad game you have that michigan's got to be michigan's got to have a bad game and you know a turnover or two you know Rutgers capitalizes and then you keep it close second half. You got something interesting. It's what you can, it's what you have to hope for as a, as a Rutgers fan. Uh, the other side of that is uh, to the game, Steve. The other thing is Blake Corm just goes off. Like Ibrahim did he has a huge game. JJ McCarthy's running all over the place when he, you know, if he's not finding a receiver, he's running because he's fast. He's a quick uh, uh, quarterback running quarterback. I'll tell too. you what can happen yeah. is have Rutgers win the, win the toss. Defer to the second half, kick off into the end zone, and then have Corum go uh, seventy-five right. yards on the first right. snap. No, so but yeah, Harris Harris Simiak has the done. Door. They've got some. They've got some players, and they lost a lot of defensive uh, defensive players from last year's team. And Harris Simiak has done a nice job. Now I, you know, he wants that game back. And uh, last week he went back to Minnesota, where he spent three seasons. And that's not the show he wanted. Although, you know, the, yeah. the offense didn't do the defense any favors. They were on the field the whole day. And then it got out of hand late with the, uh, the uh, late pickoff. And then and then P.J. Fleck decides to run it in instead of taking a knee. Would have been yeah. 24, whatever. It doesn't matter. Game was over. So, the biggest question I have, I yeah. guess, is um, what is Rutgers going to wear? They've gone with the black uniform, which I thought was sweet. Do we know what they're wearing on Saturday? I don't. I don't, I didn't hear about anything either, you know, a blackout, red out, white out, I didn't hear anything. So, um, I, so I don't know. Um, I know the I'll, problem, I'll be the there. The problem becomes then if, if as a program you have more uniforms and iterations of the uniform than you do have wins, then that becomes a problem. I don't think you want to, let's just wear, I would hope they just wear, wear your red jerseys, white jerseys, what have you. Uh, yeah. And um, just play the game of the year, which is what Rockers needs—the game of the year. They need to. I like that helmet that they sides. wear. That's got the 
the outlay of the state of New Jersey on it. And that's cool. That's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because you know a lot of uh, a lot of people don't immediately identify Rutgers with New Jersey. I mean, it's happening now, and now that they're in the Big Ten, and they're they're getting more exposure, obviously. Uh, but yeah, or the one that's got the Scarlet Knight rather than just the yeah, the it's R. cool. Yeah, it's R the R. I, got, yeah. I like the Scarlet Knight on there. I agree, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know any plans of of, of uniforms or, or anything yet. Um, you know, they already did the black, right? So. I don't know if they're going to do it again. They are. Yeah, they're good. I think they're cool, but a lot of teams are doing that. That <laughs> does. You know what? It doesn't matter. Come and play your best football. Forget about exactly. the uniform. That's it. Cause that's what they're going to need. They're going to need a, their best game of the year. And uh, let's hope we see it on Saturday. So it's a, a seven 30 uh, kickoff John uh, at uh, SHI stadium. And it's on the BTN network i'll be there um with family from michigan for my brother i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna tailgate before the game we're excited about that uh and it's gonna uh you know so it'll be a fun night but hopefully in the fourth quarter it won't turn into misery that's that's what i'm hoping and i'm hoping you know because i'll tell you what they they'll want to stay they'll want to stay the whole way Whatever, whatever will. it is, instead of you know, just getting the hell out of there, which I, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, when it's a complete blowout, I'll leave in the, I'll leave in the fourth quarter. Come on. Yeah. But, um, but we'll see. We'll see uh, on Saturday, 730. Uh, go, are you? Uh, and that'll do it for this week's Are You Review. Uh, thanks for coming back, Johnny. Good, good to hear. My pleasure. Good to hear from you. And uh, you're, back in the seat. you're you're riding out the rest of the year for it with us, Johnny. Uh, you know, that's it. A, just, so, just so we know, Johnny's a New Jersey sports guy, huge Giants fan, and a Providence uh, grad. Who um who hey hey you, you, if you live in Jersey, you got to know what's going on with Rutgers, man. I mean, if you're a sports fan, you get you follow the whole Rutgers thing. So so Johnny hey, follows. Let Rutgers. me tell you, I don't know whether I told you this, Mike. Father's a Rutgers grad. Oh yeah, you, I, I, you, you know, I, I, you know where I found that out. I never knew that until I read your interview on okay. your quadcast, which, by the way, is featured on uh, More Sports Now, our site. John has nice. a great, John has a great podcast, very uh, uh, inspiring podcast called the Quadcast, where he interviews fellow um, uh, people who have suffered paralysis, and yeah. uh, really, really terrific show. What's what's the latest coming up, Johnny? The latest coming up, I'm, I'm trying to track down now a gentleman that won a uh, Mr. Olympia contest. He's a bodybuilder. He was he was a bodybuilder before and then unfortunately was in an automobile accident and is now a para. So he's in a chair, but his upper body is still good as gold. And so he has been uh, competing in contests and he won Mr. Olympia a year or so ago. So I'm trying to track him down. That should be a cool one. Cool. And, uh, and you, what was the latest? We still have to post that, John. Uh, you sent me the, the latest was I had the yeah. professional, uh, wheelchair tennis yeah. player on. Yeah, right. It was great. Right. That's yeah. cool. So we, I had him come on. And so that was a good one. Yeah. So look uh, for that on the site, folks. We're going to get that up on the site. And then John, John's got some great, he's, uh, Mike Utley. You, uh, uh yeah, Mike Utley and him. talking Rutgers, Eric LeGrand came on with me. I Eric. Had, yep. Uh, Adam Talia Farrell, the gentleman that got injured at Penn State, he was on with us, and yeah. so yeah, we get some good people. I'm, I'm uh, in a, in a perfect world. I'm, I'm I would love to speak to Ryan Shazier, the Steelers linebacker. I'd also I've been trying. I've been chasing Amy Van Dyken, the Olympic swimmer 
who was injured a number of years ago. I think right. in an ATB accident. I'm trying to get her to come on. Although all and those so, things will um, all those things will happen, Johnny. I mean, because the show's really uh, it's getting some momentum. You won an award. Uh, t- tell us about that. Yeah, I won something. The um, it's the uh, Spirit Award. Um, I don't know the exact title. Like it's it, it escapes me right now, but it's it's been given out. Um, it's there's a Cheshire home. There's a place in New Jersey. It's a transitional home for individuals who have had uh, spinal cord injury in their life. And um, somebody over there got wind of the show that I was doing, and they thought it was great, and they started playing it for the, the people that live there. And they're having their 40th annual gala coming up uh, pretty soon, November 10. And um, yeah, for some reason or another, they chose me and I was psyched. And, and I've got a great going show going on, Johnny. That's why. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a cool thing. And, yeah. and um, I'm looking forward to that. It should be uh, something that is going to be really cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. And, and you're doing a great job with it. So it's the quadcast. We do feature it on our, on our site. It's more sports now com where this podcast is featured. We got a bunch of podcasts. We got the uh, Jersey Hardwood podcast is coming up where we cover uh, Rutgers uh, basketball and Seton Hall basketball, along with you know Jersey basketball. So uh, we have a lot of fun with that. We got the Hudson Huddle where we do the Jets and the Giants. That's Johnny and I just talking uh, local uh, pro football, uh, which is a it was a lot of fun. And then I got the Blue Line Brief where I talk hockey with Matt Lachlan uh, from the Devils, and this is all featured on our site, More Sports Now. We're also on so Spotify. Much going on. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Uh, you know, SoundCloud is our our RSS feed. We've got, um, oh man, come on, we're on Google Play. Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're on a bunch of uh, directories, so you can find us. Uh, I like listening on Spotify. It's my favorite, so I just put yeah. it in my uh, in my car. So, uh, which is, it would, Spotify makes it simple. I like their their platform. Uh, so that'll do it uh, for this week. Again, Rutgers, Michigan, SHI Stadium, 730 on Saturday night. Go are you, and we'll catch you all next week. Thanks, Johnny. You got it, bro.